0: That's what I need every morning. Like I just need an oxygen
1: tank. Don't they sell? I swear to God, I've seen for like runners. Well, you would know, Jess, from the workout world. I've seen it like REI and stuff. They have like little oxygen things that you could do if you're like going up a mountain or running around or something. Do or you? teaching,
2: or teaching five classes. Teaching, or yeah, teaching five That's classes what I'm wondering. Classes,
1: yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe we need to set up like one of those IV stations for hydration and have like extra oxygen on hand for for exemplary education.
0: I'm like looking it up. I need to know. I have a race coming up that I haven't been training for.
1: I don't know if you're... I think I feel like this is for like ultra marathons, dude. If you show up to like the the St. Patrick's <laughs> Day 5K with like six oxygen tanks, awesome. people that'd are just gonna think awesome. you're some sort of addict or something.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, I guess you could just buy like a little portable oxygen tank. They come in these like little cooler-looking bags.
1: I swear they had like little. Mm-hmm. Cans. Or just get
2: like one of the old people oxygen tanks. Get like one of like where you the wheel them around. Wheels the next on day.
0: and I just wheel it around.
1: Right here, this is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at it. Oh, this one is. They don't sell it anymore. This one looks like they have in the supplement section maybe. Nah, now I'm just seeing hydration tablets. Maybe this stuff doesn't exist anymore. I could see this being like one of those things that they sold and then they were like, dude, we probably shouldn't. Here we go. Doctor weighs in on canned oxygen sold over the counter at drug stores. Um, Oh, come on, that's fine. Tastes like peppermint. Doctor says, I don't know if it would be useful for anything.
2: Except teaching. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Or killing Jaws. Remember the big oxygen tank killed Jaws.
1: Yeah, I forget that. Oh, classic and classic cinema. And classic Japanese cinema. Godzilla was killed with the oxygen destroyer. Mm-hmm. So, so there you I, go. I gotta stop. I'm now I'm looking up the Godzilla oxygen destroyer. I'm getting too excited. Maybe we should talk about teacher stuff because this will evolve be a quickly.
2: Podcast should just should just. We just take this in a different direction. We always could. I would be
1: glad to talk about the new trailer for the upcoming Ultraman series, Ultraman Blazar. Two minute teaser was really incredible. I can't wait. It looks to be oh, darker. Wait,
2: I'm, getting word, I'm getting word from the producers. We have to stay on. Yep, we got to stay on 10. Uh, advertisers are, are going to be a little bummed if we, uh, we go in that direction. So instead of Ultraman, I guess, we are considering we are Teach4x, we are the on-demand educator development service focused on the four pillars of technology, curriculum, community, and leadership. We're high school teachers, social studies teachers, In a large urban school with over 25 years of combined experience, Mr. Eric Johnson, he doesn't just know about Ultraman, he knows a lot about instruction as well. So he's with us here. How are you doing today, Eric?
1: I'm excellent. I'm actually feeling relatively rejuvenated. You know, I've still been feeling the spring burnout, and I've re-listened to our episode to get some tips a couple times, but it doesn't quite help when it's like me giving myself advice. But I'm yeah. feeling I'm feeling good. I'm I'm really finally starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. I have a cool activity coming up on Tuesday with my students where we're going to like get into a deep conversation about it's like what's even the point of assignments? I I don't know and I, and I don't even know what that's going to look like. I might want to talk do like a whole episode, but the plan is we are going to get deep. I think we're I'm going to try to spend like, you know, 50 minutes with the kids like why are we doing any of what we're doing? I don't know how well it's going to go over, but I've been having these existential thoughts about assignments and regular teaching practice. And so I'm going to try to talk to the students about it.
2: How old are they? What year are they?
1: This is going to be all of them fire. So I'm going to talk freshmen through seniors. You know, I expect probably to get more from the seniors. I've had conversations like this with the seniors before. And a lot of the seniors are like really tuned in and engaged. And I've had, you know, similar conversations with freshmen and they're not as tuned in and engaged, but I'm excited to hear from everybody and hoping to take whatever the kids tell me into the end of this year and then next year. This is maybe uh-huh. two teacher stuff for the, just I, what are our names? What's, what are we up to? But, but that's, that's what I'm thinking about. And I'm excited about it.
2: Cool. All right. Yeah. And, uh, of course the third member of the Teach Forex cohort here, Miss Jessica Wilache, Jessica, celebrating a wonderful, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jessica.
0: Thank you. I am 26, just that, that, that's it. That's I'm just 26. That's funny. I, 20. I got an email from a kid last night at midnight. At 12.01, and he said, happy birthday, Miss H. You're four years closer to 30, and I was right. like, "Geez, thanks, kid.
1: That's it.
0: Thanks for the reminder.
1: It's all downhill, dude. It's really right. – I, I asked the kid how old they thought I was, and they said 47. So so it's all downhill, Jess. I think when you hit 30 to the yeah. kids, you may as well be dead.
0: Yeah, honestly, I think once I'm 30, I don't think I'll be able to connect with the kids as well. Like, I think they're just going to be like, okay, what do you know? You're 30. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah, it's all. I mean, they're hill. getting there
2: already. I mean, you yeah. might, by twenty eight, it's gonna be like, well, you know, you're still on Instagram? Be... you're still on
0: Instagram. What? Yeah, they're like
2: right. They're already over Bad Bunny. They're already over.
0: Yeah, I mean, so we we could we, I could have a whole pre show chat about Bad Bunny and what is going on with this man because I'm ready to uh, fight this man.
2: Wow. The Bad Bunny saw, Ultraman podcast is a uh, Bad Bunny
0: Ultraman podcast with a little bit of new new Beso Pluma. The kids are really into that man right now. I mean, I'm a little into that man right now too. But sure,
2: sure. I know Johnson, Mr. Johnson's into that guy as well.
0: Oh yeah,
1: hey, so Pluma is that like money pen? Money pen is that what his name is? Money pencil?
0: Yeah, yeah. Really? Actually? Well, no. I guess that's Just his name, okay. but yes, a peso is like money in the little coin, and then pluma is a, a pen.
1: There were some billboards warning people about plomo in the water, which I believe may be lead. So, and
0: plomo um, is lead.
1: But speaking of, I have no segue here. Scott Fire what's going on by you, man? What's happening? What's happening well, out over you on your this,
2: this week has been real busy. You know, you could say I've been getting the lead out this week. I've been, there you go. I've Thank you. Very, very busy. <laughs> Been a big week you know we're in the middle of spring season so a lot of work outside on the fields which has been great really enjoy that as uh, athletic director um and it's also been my little guy here my son's now second full week of daycare wow so you know we're off and running there we're getting into a little bit of a routine which is good and uh seems to be enjoying it and doing very well but we were talking earlier I know I kind of shared this, this whole, you know, we're in a very standards-based environment in, in education and the daycare, I take my son to, there's a little app that you could sign him up on and then they send you, you know, pictures of what he does throughout the day and then they include little child development standards and then they'll take a picture of him when he when he does that. So one of them is like, uh, you know, balancing and engaging and, you know, balancing his head or something while on his stomach or something like that and take a little picture of him. And it's a standard, you know, 1.23 or whatever it is. So I couldn't help but think about that in terms of what we do. And, uh, you know, I don't mean to give everybody too much anxiety out there and stress, but what would something like that look like in the high school environment, I guess. So before the audience throws rotten tomatoes at me and says, I'm already doing all this work. and I'm... Just what, just the, logistically, right? Well, aside from, uh, you know, being up all hours of the night, working 20 hours a day, logistically, what would that look like? So that was kind of where my mind was today. So what do you all
1: think? I have a lot of thoughts, Jess. you mind if I dive in? Because I actually, I, I'm excited by it that there's i got no tomatoes here this to me makes me think of a trend among the tech people that i sort of associate with on the internet called the quantified self movement and while this began as like a super nerdy thing now most people in the world engage in the quantified self movement in fact if you have an apple watch or a fitbit or a samsung watch or a pixel watch All of those apps and the way they track your health, for example, or your sleep, your heart rate, your steps, Uh, Jess, when you do a workout and then me or one of our colleagues send a funny Apple note back to you about your workout, like all that tracking is connected to this idea of the quantified self movement and using numbers and tracking and technology to develop a sense of mindfulness of how you're doing and who you are. And so, you know, my first thought fire, like the second you mentioned this is, boy, wouldn't this be, A, actually pretty cool to do, and B, um, instead of making it like a, a extra work for the teacher, like you mentioned, those tomatoes might be thrown, putting it on the kids to do, especially at the high school level. So having some sort of app or structure that the kids can engage with to track all their stuff, you know, and, and then that being connected to parents somehow. Now, I'll, I will... Pause for responses because I get so fired up about this technology stuff and this weird stuff. I I w- could go infinitely. So I I cede the floor to Fire or Jess before I, um again, totally nerd out.
2: Well, Jess, I know you have a great experience with child care. So why don't you kind of come at it from that perspective?
0: Yeah. So I honestly, like when I was working at the daycare, which is actually close to where you take Jack now, I was, like, I knew about that kind of stuff, like, that the other daycares were, like, sending pictures, and, like, there was, like, cameras in the room and stuff like that, so that way parents can kind of, like, tune in and be, like, oh, like, what is my kid doing, you know, so I knew that that existed, our daycare just didn't do that what we did do was like the remind 101 we had remind 101 it was actually me and my other lead teacher in the room we were the people who kind of got that started there because the place that I was working at was a bit more old-fashioned so when we did like the remind 101 parents were really really thankful that they could just like instantly like you know get updates or they could ask questions to us directly and we would just get it on our phones so I think that progress monitoring does do a lot of good when it comes to like Uh, especially new parents who are like constantly like, how's my kid doing? Like, you didn't feel good this morning, is he still not feeling good, you know? So I definitely think that progress monitoring really gets parental involvement up there. Like, it's like really helps with keeping parents more in tune with what's going on. And it kind of like makes it a lot easier because then you can just tell the kid like, hey, I can just text your mom right now and tell her that you're not doing this or this is going on. So it definitely does help also in a classroom management standpoint. When it comes to the technology, I think that we would have to invest in a kind of grade book that's more standards-based, which unfortunately we don't have. I think our grade book would have to be able to withstand like, hey, this is like the assignment. This is the standard that goes with the assignment. This is the grade that your child received on it. And then those scores that we upload can automatically be sent to the parents like, hey, your son or daughter's test grade was graded. This is the standard and this is their grade. And that becomes like an instant notification to the parents. Like As soon as it's up on whatever platform, it gets notified to the parents. And I think that that's, that would be cool because then it would just increase a lot of parental involvement. So that's my thoughts on that. Hmm. What was your
2: like caseload? How many kids were you responsible for when you worked in daycare?
0: So it was based on the Illinois like laws and regulations. It depended on the kid's age. So if the kids were younger, like the 15-month-old room, it would be five to one. So five students to one teacher. If they were a bit older in the 24-month, like two-year-old room, they would be eight to one. And then once they were like two and a half, you could have 10 to one. So 10 students to one teacher. So the max you could have is like 20.
2: Okay. So... I mean, I guess beyond, you know, the little things, it's kind of with with the baby, you know, just him holding his head up is like, whoo, look at that, you know, let's take a picture of that. You know, things get a little more complex when, you know, students age and they start to progress through high school. So I guess, you know, what exactly would we want to be monitoring and keeping track of? Uh, you know, as the old saying goes, we... What we, what matters, we track what matters or what matters we track, right? So if, you know, we, there are ideally some things we would love to monitor, but that might not be possible. So, you know, what, what exactly would we want to know and keep track of? What do you think, Johnson?
1: So I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm getting really fired up. I'm, I'm designing, I'm designing the Teach4x student feedback, student monitoring app. You know, I I think it's first important to acknowledge there is some stuff out there like this. You know, I know there's a lot of tools for like classroom management. I dabbled with Class Dojo, which is really meant for little kids. And, and some of it relies on, or, or the apps that I know of that are similar to this rely on like extrinsic motivators for students. Like giving kids like points or money, like fake money, stuff like that. And I don't think that's an ideal way to motivate students. So I'm thinking of this. Not necessarily oriented specifically around classroom management, but again, just general tracking fire, kind of like, you know, JT's app that the the Mm -hmm. daycare has. And so these are some of the things I've been brainstorming as you guys are talking that I think would be cool if a parent could go on or open an app and there's a dashboard that they look at and the dashboard has when the kid swiped in uh when the kids swiped out of the building so entrance and exit and again i'm also tr- trying to straddle a line of like not being too creepy like i thought for a second it would be cool to hear or to see when they swipe in and out or when they enter and leave each class but that's that's i think that's too much i think that's starting or their to... heart rate their yeah, blood pressure in each class yeah. there yeah <laughs> but that, that's weird too because the yeah right. everybody's like i noticed my child's heart rate is like 400 beats per minute in suedace's <laughs> class um, and also there's a volume warning on my kid's dashboard just for that period, but so swipe it in, swipe out of the building. And then I was thinking some sort of system of like roses and thorns. So like teachers can hop on. And if there's like classroom management related feedback, I think it's always a two-parter. Basically, if you want to put a complaint, you got to put something nice in as well. And, and my thought is to, to manage, cause I know fire, you're asking just about the caseload, like, you know, a daycare managing, you know, 20 30 daycare students may be different than managing 150 high school students. I think there could be a way on the teacher end of this app, kids could change color, their name could change color. So if it's someone that has not received feedback or has not received feedback in a long time, their name turns like red. And if it's a kid you just gave feedback to, their name is green. So you kind of have a quick look as a teacher who you owe a little bit of feedback to. I think additionally, you could have just a general like thumb up option. So a teacher could like, after a class period, just like take two seconds while they do attendance, thumb up, thumb up, thumb up, like some of the kids that really stood out during the day and that wouldn't even necessarily need explanation. But how cool as a parent or even as a kid, if the kid has some access to this, you're sitting there at home, you know, you're a parent, you're at work or, or, or doing chores and you get a little blip on your phone, thumb up from the kid. I think that should be only one that gets like a notification though. I think the bad stuff, you don't want to ruin people's days. You don't want to develop resistance to the app because people are worried it's always going to be bad news. I think assignment turn-in rates would be nice to track. You know, this is again, this is all fantasy, but like integrating it with Google Classroom or something. So again, parents could see all this stuff in one place. And then the standard stuff fire, you know, like you mentioned, there's the baby standards that I guess are being tracked at the daycare, which blows my mind that there's baby standards. But then, you know, our normal skills, our normal standards and skills. And I mean... My God, I I think this done right and done thoughtfully could almost replace the progress report and report card. You know, progress reports already aren't relevant because people check all this stuff online. But imagine how cool would that be as a parent to just open up, you know, if I'm my mom a, a million years ago and I and she wanted to check on me, the the she just opens the Eric dashboard and there's all my stuff. It's actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think that would be really awesome. I just I just am jealous that we don't have something like that right something that we can easily do parent communication where it's not as like remind 101 is cool like I really do enjoy the ability to be able to just text parents and do things like that but I think they I wish they had more integrated features like the one that you're talking about right like just giving a kid a thumbs up like just sending a quick thumbs up to the parent or like having like a little like like button right? That I could just be like, okay, this person was good today. This person was good. I'm like, oh, wait, let me text this person real quick. Making it a little bit easier for us to be able to provide that instant feedback. Because instant feedback is like, basically what runs us now. Like we want instant feedback in everything that we do. So I think that maybe incorporating a little bit more of that would definitely maybe see a lot more benefits in the classroom.
1: Yeah. And Class Dojo does some of this stuff, but it's it's very childish. And it is all based on like getting points. And then like, the implication is that the points are going to be spent, you know, and the kids buy erasers or something. And when I tried Class Dojo, I literally spent like six or seven hours trying to figure out the math behind Class Dojo points and how to create like a Class Dojo economy so kids use, could use the points to get prizes. It was a, a, a nightmare. I, I'm wondering, FIRE, you know, as a parent, someday you'll be monitoring your guy as a high school student. And who knows what the teachers ideally, landscape is. Ideally, ideally yeah (laughs) in theory (laughs) i'm wondering like i don't know have you thought that far ahead like what are you gonna want to know about your kid as a dad with a a high school student like that's kind of a scary thought to me you know what would you want to know about
2: i was just thinking about that in terms of of kind of how parents you know we think about the kids becoming more and more having more and more like attention deficit or more requiring more and more of that constant communication but you know parents are also you know the next parents are the high school students of today right so parents are going to be coming more kind of wanting that thumbs up that heart thing that like you know like that so although i i consider my i'm a little older you know i i'm i remember a time before social media but uh you know i i definitely think that that's going to go for parents as well so I think kind of like what you said, Jess, with like the heart thing or the like thing or the, I think that would be something cool and attached to like just what they're doing. I would just want to know what, what is he doing? So although this app thing for the daycare was not a deciding factor, now that I see it, it's like, okay, like I I at least know he's doing something like (laughs) he's doing something, you know, like, okay, cool. So I would think at high school, like, oh, you know, he did a thing. Like, <laughs> I would just want to know what he's doing, you know, like, and just what what's going on. So, I, I so it's hard to say. So I guess from that would be, you know, the behavioral stuff, the project stuff, or the academic tasks that they're doing, things like that. I think would be realistic.
0: So I'm also starting to think. Let's think about this, so like social emotionally right let's say that i get a thumbs up in mr fire Emblem class every single day except for one day right and then that one day like i know when i was in high school which wasn't that long ago but now that i realize it, it was kind of long ago i wasn't very good at like telling my parents like hey i'm not having a great day right like i'm not very good at like telling them like hey i'm not feeling well right and stuff like that i mean that's like a whole different ball game but whatever teenagers find it difficult to talk to their parents right so let's say that my teacher didn't give me a thumbs up that day because I had like my head down because my head hurt or something like that, or I wasn't feeling great. That could also open up like a pathway for parents to be able to like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on with you? Like, are you like, I noticed that you didn't get a check in your class today. Mr. Friarsman's class, is everything all right? Are you feeling okay? like, you know, it opens up a new way for parents to be able to kind of talk to their students and talk to their children about what's is going on in their emotional social state that could potentially bring some good growth.
2: Even like emojis. What if you just an emoji? You just sent the parent like a sleepy emoji, and then the parent yeah, would just be maybe
0: alert. it's like, hey, I saw you were sleeping.
2: Right. What's going on with you?
1: It solves for like, how was school today? Fine. And then the kid storms off and goes to their room. The parent knows right. how school was. What'd you
2: learn? I don't know. What'd you do? I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, I, and exactly on that note, fire. I was this could replace the re, replace the bell ringer and exit slip again, putting it on the kids. Like, imagine the last ten minutes of class instead of kids putting something on a post it note to give to you. Hey, update kids, update your dashboard. What'd you do this period?
0: So your parents can see what you did this period. Mm-hmm. I like that. That would be so cool. App development guys, are we?
1: Well, we should Google. There's got to be something out there that does this. There, I, I would be shocked. I'm sure it's bad, right? I'm sure that whatever out there that exists that does this is bad. I would love if anyone's listening who's like, oh, yeah, this is app X. send it, and then we can convince our admin to get it. But I I can't, based on what I've seen, especially when I was doing Class Dojo, most of the stuff out there is extrinsic motivation-based and specifically for class management and and generally not good.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I never liked that, especially for high school, maybe junior high or like grade school, but like, come on. Well, I'm going to tell the senior that they they if they do a good job, they earn five dollars and fire bucks to buy a, a pencil.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's stupid. <laughs> like
0: what? Unless we stop uh, with like hot Cheetos and like Gatorades.
2: Maybe, yeah, but then just like give me money.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know we need money around here. <laughs>
1: I, yeah. you know, I did the math when I was doing class dojo and there's like the dojo points. And then every teacher has their little guide. If you have this many dojo points, you get an eraser. And so I sat down and I did the math and one dojo point ended up working out to a, about a cent. And once I assigned mentally, I didn't tell the kids, but when I assigned mentally a monetary value to it, like it it, it really screwed the whole thing up because then it, and, and also like, it's like a hundred, you need a hundred points to get an eraser. You know, all these teachers have like a pizza party as a component. Oh, if kids get this many points, it's like the kids need like 2 million points to get a Domino's pizza. And it's like once you've done the math and you've thought about it, it all falls apart. Like if you're going to just woo-woo it and put random stuff down, that's fine. But truly beyond the flaws in the extrinsic motivator thing and the points thing, like economically as a teacher and for the kids, it's insane.
0: Yeah. and Honestly, like I just in the beginning of the year i always do the same thing the first day i'll make them do like a icebreaker activity and i bribe them i'm like i'll bring you guys donuts tomorrow if you do it and i only need that one day of bribery and then the rest of the year is easy peasy. yeah so it doesn't seem worth it because it's not
2: yeah you can't continue to go to that well you're gonna go broke and Mm -hmm. and the kids you know they'll get nuts they'll be like how about Steak dinner next time like the yeah. <laughs> oh we're gonna do this again donuts again they like think sometimes about. like
0: just like the, the easiest thing, yeah, right? They'll like tell you, be like, Oh, you got go sucks. This we again. got donuts like, again, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> right? It'll you know have the
2: opposite effect, right?
0: Yeah, I'm like Shut up. but I only need that one time, that one That's one a great point. and then boom, the rest of the year is easy.
1: Then the one interesting thing is, if we have an app like this for students, I feel like this is like one of those fire quandaries. How does it impact teachers? Is there ever a version of this for teachers and for feedback for teachers, for parents or students? You know, I often think sometimes the way we handle kids then sort of floats up in one way or another to teachers. You know, is there some sort of dashboard for teachers at some point that admin peers at or we can peer at with feedback or thoughts, you know, like... I think I like the dystopian charter school future when you're like teaching at Pepsi University and the students have to rate you on stars at the end of each class period or something. Right. Right? Like number
2: of likes you get. Smash the like button at the end of the lesson. Smash the like button or else they're going to fire me. Yeah, exactly.
0: I would just threaten the children and be like, you better give
2: me... If you don't like this, I'm going to... That's what it would turn into, which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah. It'd be um, like an Uber. It'll be like clean, you know, like the clean car rating you give the driver, clean classroom, good conversation, you know. So fire, does that does that end up on the teacher side too? Do we get evaluated with something like that?
2: Well, we get evaluated with the teach four X four pillars and then the elements and standards that we build out from there, but they're just not as dystopian and sad as the frameworks that exist. So the big, the bigger admin issue is the data question. What happens with all this data and is it even legally possible to be used, to be getting, to be tracking the students and, and gaining this data? And then what do you do with it? I would see I would say that is probably a big hurdle. And then, when you start including the picture element as well, you take a picture of a kid, you know, did they give you permission to take a picture of them? Or is it because they're within the school building? Do they forfeit those rights? That's not how that works. So, you know, there's a lot of those issues which I think you might run into.
0: You know, like which, the
2: which is messed up. You know, I think that would be powerful if a kid's doing something wrong and, like, you take a picture of the kid and text it to the parents. <laughs> yeah. like, this is literally what they're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, like, this. I, I would think that's powerful, but I think then that you know that you get into very murky waters with like the the privacy element
1: of that. Yeah. Now we're getting close to that thing where people are saying teachers should wear body cams.
0: Well, I mean, it, I mean not to bring up the like the the negative, right? But there is that te- that uh that video floating around of the teacher, the substitute fighting one of the students. Like the student came up behind their desk, tried to get her phone back, the sub took the phone, and then the student hit the teacher and then so the teacher started hitting back and then it's been become a very controversial like uh divide right now of like amongst teachers I'm not, not amongst teachers but amongst like online about who was in the right who was in the wrong I mean I think that that I think that's where we're kind of heading
1: yeah I mean we all already as teachers I suppose again this is sort of veering off our app conversation but I think you're right Jess we're surveilled already by the students. You know, the number of times I'm right. trying, I'm having fun, I'm being silly and I look up and a kid is filming it and I'm like, well, like, okay, cool. Like, I'm lucky it's, it's just silly. I'm lucky I'm not like flipping out or something, but you know, all it takes is you to have, even if it's not as extreme as you punching a kid, you know, one bad day or, or something. And maybe you, you yell a little louder than you should when you're talking to your class or I, I don't know. It, it It is kind of freaky. If you think too long and hard about it, it is kind of freaky.
0: The future,
1: yeah.
2: Well, I mean that we already see that. I mean that's the. I'm surprised the the two people who fought each other didn't both like record each other fighting each other. That's, <laughs> that's usually where people just standing in front of each other screaming at each other, recording each other. That's kind yeah. of like, that's the modern conflict. Okay. Well, I guess we got to work on an app. A lot of research on student data privacy policies. And um yeah, Jess is an old lady.
1: Yeah, I noticed <laughs> Jess. You were highlighting the outro, which I was interpreting as a Jess is ready to go to brunch.
0: No, I'm going to the gym. I have a really fun birthday gym session planned.
1: Good for you. What? Excellent. What is a fun? What does that even mean? What is a fun You're birthday just, gym session? Is, no concept of <laughs> is there? Is there like? Is, are you like? I don't. Is there? Is like? I don't. I mean, I get having fun at the gym but what what is a fun birthday is it themed is it themed like th- i'm gonna do 26 squats because i'm 20, like i don't get are your friends gonna no. be there yeah
0: it's,
1: it's themed yep it's themed.
0: marco and my friend marco and my friends saul are they're going and then they bring It's like it a
2: homecoming dance so yeah it's a homecoming theme.
0: Like, uh, <laughs> and so we all I'd just like work to out remember. together and we all kinda like hype each other up and I, I'm so excited because I love working out with other people that hype me up to push myself up to push like new weights and like new new uh PRs. So I'm excited to hit um, some new PRs.
1: May your cup runneth over with pre workout.
2: Yeah. That's what that's what Johnson does before the big SEL lesson. Oddly <laughs> enough. Yes.
1: Yeah, I snort For some real. protein powder, and then right. I teach kids about their feelings.
2: I right, feel like... as you listen to some Godzilla remake or something, Godzilla, yep. whatever.
0: Maybe you should try it. Maybe that's that's the way to go. Maybe this is where education should go.
1: Yeah, that's
2: right, and it'll all be on an app, and the kids will all be on an app shared with the shared with the parents. All right, exactly. Jess, get us out of here. We got too many things to do.
0: For real. So thanks for listening. Please rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you would like to get in touch, you can do so via Spotify and ask us a question. Or you can also shoot us an email at teach 4 xcontactgmailcom at gmail.com. You can also find us everywhere on the web and support us on Patreon by visiting www.teach4x.com. All
2: right, everybody. Well, we wish you the very best here as you close in on the end of the year. Finish strong. Finish the Teach4x way. And we will see you guys soon. Bye, everybody.